Welcome to the Intuitive Therapist Podcast with Janice R. Cohen, therapist, clairvoyant, empath, and medium. Listen in as she takes a no-nonsense deep dive into real human struggles and how to resolve them. Janice will share channeled information from her spirit guide team, as well as the angels and archangels, to help you master your emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual destiny. And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey, y'all. This is Janice Cohen, the Intuitive Therapist, here on the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. You know, much of life's wisdom is hard-earned. I think everybody would agree with that. It just can't be helped. When we're young, we aren't supposed to know what an older person knows. We're supposed to gain knowledge, not be born with it. When I thought about what I wanted to share today, the movie The Curious Case of Benjamin Button came to mind. It was pretty, pretty interesting. It's the exact opposite of what I'm talking about. The character in this movie, he's born an old man, yet as time passes, he physically regresses and becomes younger and younger and younger until he's back as an infant. I wonder, though, did he keep the knowledge he came in with as an old man? There are certain things that only time and experience teaches us if we're willing to learn. I recently came across something that was written by Stephen Bartlett, and it caused me pause in a good way, of course, because I'm talking to you about it. He made a list of six lessons that take a lifetime to learn. I took the liberty of adding a seventh, uh, and I wanted to share them with you along with some of my commentary for each, of course. So, lesson one by Stephen Bartlett. Sometimes your old life has to fall apart before your new life can fall together. When I thought about this, it's like trying to fit extra pieces of a puzzle in an already complete puzzle. You, you just can't. Now, if the old puzzle loses some of its pieces and needs new ones, then yes, you can find new ones that might fit the shape. But will they match the image of the original puzzle? Will they fall into the old spaces with ease? Will they tell the same story as the original? Likely, they won't. Point is that we break off parts of ourselves every day to create a new life. New thoughts replace old ones. New beliefs replace outdated beliefs. New behaviors replace old patterns of behaviors to create new patterns. A person, no matter how much they try, they can never remain the same. Something has to change on a regular basis in a person's life to create a current of forward movement. I recorded a podcast episode about tower moments. If you haven't listened to that one, I would do so. In order to become who we need to become, we have to have our lives shaken up, broken up, and in some cases utterly destroyed before we can take the next step up the ladder of ascension. We must be willing to let go of outdated, habitual ways of being in order to evolve into the truth of who we are. Something must break so that it can be put back together only differently. Lesson 2 the job, the party, the relationship. Knowing when to leave is so important. Who of us hasn't outstayed our welcome in some area of our life? I know some of us, I have done it repeatedly, uh, but who hasn't? And why do we do it? Well, 
We do it because we either fear what's on the other side of staying put, right, which means leaving, or we're trying to hold on to something so tightly because we just want what we want as we want it. We just want it. Imagine this. You have a desire to be your own boss and start a business of your own, but you have, to come to re- you have come to rely on a steady income from a job where you're an employee. So taking a chance to go out on your own is very scary. That was me about 13 years ago. I had already been in private practice for 10 years, but part-time. Between two incomes, a full-time job and a part-time, my part-time gig, I was doing pretty well. So I thought I would just continue. But in all honesty, the full-time job had become unsatisfying and my boss was making my life hell every day. But I still chose to stay. I was scared to leave because I didn't have a plan about how I would grow my business. So as the universe does, it intervened on my behalf. And in spite of my settling for a job that I didn't like, um, and ultimately the boss who treated me like shit every day, they worked in cahoots, the universe. And guess what happened? I got fired. (laughs) I was freaking out. But it turns out that that was the very best thing that could have ever happened to me. Because here I am talking to you, right? And loving the work that I do even more every single day. The point of this lesson is to honor what we know is right for us, even if we're scared shitless about what life will be like or might be like if we take charge of our lives and pay attention to the red flags from the get-go. As you age, you either become more comfortable standing up for yourself in all areas of your life, or you continue practicing the self-sacrificial behaviors in exchange for a particularly, for a partially fulfilling job, a less than satisfactory relationship, or any other thing that you make compromise on. Bottom line, never settle again for less than what you want. Lesson three. Fitting in will make you miserable. Be your own uncool, weird self, and whoever still wants to hang around you, keep them close. Up until my 40s, my mid-40s, I never really felt like I fit in anywhere, and I still kind of feel like that, even though I've found my tribe. I never really felt like I fit in with anyone. I've always been someone who preferred closer, more one-on-one intimate relationships than being part of a swarm of lukewarm to cold people, a group of those kinds of people. I've tried many times in the past to break into pre-existing social groups and have never found success, but that doesn't mean I can't hold my own with anybody. I can. I can talk to anybody. I can uh, float from this group to that group. But in terms of really belonging to a group, it's just not me. I finally accepted that truth. I don't need to have a ton of acquaintances to feel good about myself and validated. Just a few dear friends who let me be me and who accept all parts of me, from the high-vibe psychic parts to the angry and depressed parts. They love me whether I'm in my crazy headspace or when I'm at my most powerful and confident. They are my home, my refuge, and my biggest supporters, and my biggest teachers. I fit in with them, and that feels really good, and I would never trade them for the world, because they're weird too. 
To this day, I pride myself on not fitting in and being being the person who causes pause for people when they talk to me about what I do for a living. I love to challenge people. I love to walk to the beat of my own drum and just be me. I take such pride in it. And it took me a really long time to arrive at this place of self-acceptance. But I'm going to tell you, I worked hard at it. And here I am sharing it with you. There's nothing I'd rather be doing. I hope you're working on full self-acceptance for yourself. It's a wondrous place to live from each day. I can tell you that. Lesson number four. Stop expecting honesty from people who lie to themselves. We all know there's people who pretend that everything is great uh, when we're in their inner circle, but uh, those of us who are in their inner circle, we know this isn't the case, and yet we reach out to them for support or advice, and they just can't give it to us, like there's no basis. Or we know people pleasers who have a hard time standing up for themselves, their wants, their needs, and who just tell you what you want to hear to stay in good standing with you. Now, don't get me wrong, I have been a people pleaser much of my life, and I totally get the fear of risking being honest. It can be debilitating, and who wants to be rejected? It's like asking for truth from a con man or con woman. They can sound so freaking convincing, but can you really trust what they say? This lesson reminds us to keep those close to us whom we can trust to be honest These are the ideal people to have in our inner circle. They aren't worried about offending us to save themselves the worry of being rejected. Rather, they're the ones who love us enough to be honest and hold space for us when we have a hard time accepting their honesty. They will walk the plank with us rather than lead us to believe the plank has no drop-off. Think about that. Lesson number five, it's not your job to fix insecure people. It's your job to fix the part of you that resonated with their insecurities. Being a therapist, that kind of puts me in a funky position, y'all. For 30 years, my inclination is always to help people feel better and to deal with uh, their struggles and let go of pain. It's automatic for me. Yet as a person, I spent much of my life trying to save people with broken wings as well. Now I don't save as a professional, but I used to. I would do the work for them. This pattern showed up in my romantic relationships in in the past and in my friendships. It was pervasive. Always giving more than what I got. um, And uh, my attempt was to try to have somebody live an easier life. I have since shored up that need for validation and have pulled back and play the volleyball game of let's see how much you give and I'll see how much I give. And if it's safe, I'll give you all of me. Like I said, I've since shored up that need for validation and I accept people as they are, shortcomings and all. That knowing Uh, gnawing desire to fix others was quenched a long time ago for me. And now I hold space for those who want help and those who ask for help, as well as make wise choices to let people walk their path on their own time towards their own fixing. 
or not. In several podcasts, I've spoken about how each of our relationships serve as mirrors for ourselves. Everybody that comes into our lives is a mirror. The characteristics and others that we identify strongly with, both positively and negatively, are their markers for who we are as people, as well as how far along we are on our own path of expansion and growth. See something in someone else that annoys you or you don't like? Well, the fact that you resonate with that, with such disdain, means that you need to learn something so that you're no longer bothered by that quality or characteristic in anyone. Resonate with a quality or characteristic that is positive and makes, makes you feel good? Well, consider yourself like them. And as the saying goes, if you spot it, you got it. This next one, lesson six, six was the one that I added. And it is stop expecting people to be you. This is perhaps one of the most powerful lessons that takes a long time to learn. Each of us has things we value. We have opinions about everything from how the waiter should act to how our mate should treat us. We have expectations all over the place. And one thing I have learned in my old age, y'all, is that expectations only lead to disappointment. When we project our values and expectations onto other people, we forget that not, not everyone thinks like us. We want them to, but they don't. And when they don't agree or don't do things the way we think they need to be done, then we're offended, we're disappointed, we're hurt. Men aren't women. Women aren't men. Your friends come from vastly different backgrounds, so they wouldn't possibly think exactly like you or behave the way you do. So why are you so shocked when people don't do what seems right to you? When you keep in mind that everyone has their own frame of reference to everything and um, then exper and experience and rearing predominantly influences the way a person acts and makes decisions then all you can do is expect yourself to be yourself and expect others to be themselves. If they jive with you, then great. If they don't, that's okay too. If they have a difference of opinion or don't act the way you think they should, remember, they aren't you. There is only one you, regardless of social or familial conditioning. The last lesson that Mr. Bartlett mentions is at any minute, someone can come along and change your life. That person is you. This is perhaps the most valuable lesson that a person can learn. And yes, learning this lesson often comes later on in life. You are the only person who can change your life. You are your best friend, your staunchest ally. You are the one who knows you best. And when you embrace yourself and all the amazing, yucky, icky, beautiful, fantastic parts that make you you, you can change your life in a moment and you can achieve anything. You are the best thing that has ever happened to you. I wish you a blessed day, a wonderful week, and as always, live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend. And be sure to give us some stars and a favorable review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.